up, mama? What's up, baby? How are you this day, Raja? I'm A-OK. How are you? I'm excited. Old year rolling out, new year rolling in. I know we've been a little um, busy this last couple of months. Yes, we have. Trying to get things together for a new year. Yep. And then I was sick, but we're back in action. Yeah, let's get it. I'm Angela, the mom. I'm Roger, the daughter. And, and this, this is Talking Brown Sugar. We are in the sugar bowl already today with some random thoughts. What do you got for them? Yes, let's take our hats off, salutes, take a toast to our Amazon people, FedEx people, all our delivery people who are um, trying to deliver these gifts safely is the best of their abilities, and the airplane people. You know, you got people who help put packages on the plane besides the baggage handles, so, and plus the pets. So I just want to say thank you and to the mailman. That's nice. Um, my random thought is just um, if you're going to teach someone or you want to have a teachable moment, teach from love and understanding. I had an incident, well, we can call it an incident, an interaction with an older gentleman who continuously called me, you know, young lady, sweetheart, this, that, and the third. Assuming I didn't understand um, different aspects about history, he wanted to dive into, even tried to push a book that I had already read, thanks to how I was raised, but he just uh, came from a place that was like tough love, um, but he had to explain that it was tough love, but I was like, I don't need this, I don't want it already, just in your delivery of, you know, assuming I don't know anything because I'm younger than you or, you know, they say this generation doesn't know this and, you know, just all those assumptions. But if you're going to teach someone, teach from a place of love, understanding and patience and do not make assumptions based on someone's whatever age, look, whatever. If that's what your goal is to do, teach. Because I was lost, I lost calls in his book after he, you know, just... Started with all the ageism and everything. I was already done. I, I was like, whatever this is. <laughs> Y'all tell me, I just, I don't, I'm not listening, but I'll not until you are done talking. So, yeah, to avoid that, teach, you know, with love and understanding and patience. Today's Sweet Deets business features brought to you by Christina Griffin and Virtuous Delights. We interviewed her about her journey to become an entrepreneur, what it's like being a mom, a business owner, and having another job, taking care of herself on top of all of that. Here's the interview. We'd like to welcome Christina Griffin of Virtuous Delights. We have with us today. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Just coming back from vacation. Yes. Charged, rejuvenated, ready for 2020. I hear that. <laughs> so tell us in the audience about who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, um, as I said, I am Christina Griffin. Um, small town girl from Oxford, North Carolina, born and raised, um, who has a love and a passion for baking. Um, also love enjoying family. I love to travel. I love music. 
Um, and that is pretty much who I am. Um, very family oriented. I do have a son. He is 15 years old. Nice. That he is going on 31 years old. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, he is my pride and joy. And, um, that is pretty much, that's who I am. Pretty much. Yes. Yes. It is great to meet you. Um, and how did Virtuous Delights come? Thank you. Yes. Um, and how did Virtuous Delights come to be? Like, how did that get started? Well, you know, it, um, well, First of all, baking is something I have been doing all my life. Um, I've been baking and cooking since I was five years old. I was the youngest of all of my cousins. So while everybody was going to school, I was kind of stuck at the house with grandma. So Mm -hmm. taught me how to cook, taught me how to bake. And, you know, I've been doing it ever, ever since then. And even when I was in school, when people found out I knew how to bake, it was like, okay, you can't bring chips and soda anymore. You you got to bring <laughs> to all of the all the school events. So, um, fast forward up until about I want to I want to say 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 2014. We were doing a church anniversary. We do our yearly church anniversary, um, well, excuse me, pastoral anniversary, um, shout yeah. out to my church, EMI New Covenant. Um, we were doing our yearly um, ch- uh, uh, pastoral anniversary, and we were ju- we had a goal set in mind, and my thing was I want to make sure that we get, we reach this goal. So I said, okay, so I'm going to start doing little bake sales after church, after church functions, church mm-hmm. events, church service. And I started doing that, and one of our um, guest pastors, she came to me after the service, and she said, you ever thought about making this a business? And I said, no, never thought about that. <laughs> and so she, it, it, we were having a three-night service, and she asked me all three nights. She said, wow. oh, you don't want to make this a business? And I was like, no, really don't don't think so and she was like I think you ought to make this a business just just look into it just try it and ever since then I went back to work Monday morning I went to work Monday morning um God gave me the name Virtuous Delight for the business I created the logo I did everything that Monday on my lunch break at work and here we are today Virtuous Delight (laughs) <laughs> That's amazing. And yes, we often talk about how, you know, God sends you signs in three. So it's interesting that she asked you those three times in those three nights. Yeah, I, I figured I was like, okay, God, you you had this woman asked me three times. So let, let's just jump in. What do I have to lose? If, you know, if it succeeds, it succeeds. If not, at least I can say I tried. So Definitely. I've been going strong with my business since 2014, and it's been a blessing. And I just thank God for all the doors that He's opened for the business. It, it's just, it's been going amazing. You sound very passionate about your job and your family and everything. That's why you're doing so well. Well, thank you. I, you know, I take no credit. You know, I just, I just feel like God gave me this idea to bring forth, and I'm just a vessel that's bringing forth the idea that he's given me and 
just thanking him for the rewards, the rewards that I'm getting along the journey. So, you know, it's nothing like some good bakery and some good sweets. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. My goal is to make sure that whatever dessert that I'm doing and I also do appetizer catering as well. I'm going to be bringing that forth more in the 2020 year. But um, whatever I do, I want to make sure it feels like home. Um, I want to make sure that I'm giving you the highest quality of excellence, but I also want you to feel like, you know, we're one of the family, you know, and just make you feel warm, make you feel at home. When you bite into my sweets or into my food, (laughs) I want to make sure you get a small taste of home, you know? Sounds great. Yeah. And what are your specialties or what are you known for in your baking world? Well, it all started with my brownies. It it that mm-hmm. is the foundation of of the business. It it started with my original chocolate brownies. Um, like I said, everything I do was homemade. Um, I I don't know. It's just like when people bite into my brownies, they're like, "Oh, I know Christina made those brownies. <laughs> where where are Christina's brownies at?" And I'm like, so look. So, you know, they didn't come out in no box, right? Yeah. So, you know, everybody's like, okay, where, where's Christina's brownie? So, originally when I started the business, that that's what I was just going to stick to, brownies. And then people came to me, well, do you do cakes? And I was like, well, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but mainly that, but like I said, my, my signature item is definitely my, my brownies and also my walnut, any type of brownies that I do. I have three really special brownies that I do. Of course, the original uh, chocolate fudge brownies, my mm. walnut brownies, and then I do red velvet cheesecake brownies. Oh, they, wow. Oh, yeah. They, whenever I do those at vendor events, they, I sell out of those. So, um. Yeah, those are definitely my specialties um, as far as the brownies. And also, you would be surprised, chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, yes. You would think, you know, it's like, oh, just chocolate and strawberry. But for for whatever reason, I don't know. People just know, like, oh, I know Christina made this chocolate-covered strawberry. (laughs) They taste better than you know, Sherry's berries, this berry, that berry, like you would be surprised. I'm like, I, I didn't do anything too special to it. I just melted the chocolate and dipped the berries. So I, uh-uh. I nope, we are not doing that. You let people know <laughs> these are Christina's strawberries. Yeah, they they are strawberry. Christina's berries. Yes, Christina's yeah. touch. That's what you are coming and paying that, for. Yes, yeah, ma'am. That, I guess I have the Midas touch, huh? When yes, it comes yes. To yes. Walk in that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. That's, that's interesting. I am not a brownies person, but I am interested in trying um, the red velvet one. So I'm definitely going to be looking to purchase some of those. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Definitely. Yes, and what inspires or motivates you to show up as you do? You have a lovely spirit and everything, your personality. I love your laugh. So, what motivates and inspires you to show up and you know put? everything into your work with virtuous delight and everything that you do honestly my son motivates me um i want but i had him at a at a very young age um i was 19 and in college when i had him Mm -hmm. and 
you know, I was just kind of going through the mo. I wanted to make sure that I don't want to necessarily say I, I didn't want my son to see me struggle, but mm-hmm. I wanted to show him that just because you have some kind of like some things that happen along the way that you can still come out on top. So right. that's why right. I show up and do what I do. I want to show my son that you can work for yourself. You can be successful and work for yourself and have an amazing business and be on top no matter what stumbling blocks or detours come along the way. And, and that's why I really show up the way I do. And even for my nieces and for my goddaughter, um, mm-hmm. that's why I really do what I do because I want to show the next generation that don't allow anything to get in your way. As long as you have God on your side and you're putting forth the work and you have the faith, you can make anything happen. You know, I'm I'm a small town country girl from Oxford and I would <laughs> never, I would have never in a million years thought that I would, you know, I was, I went to school for the medical field and mm-hmm. I, and I went because, you know, that's kind of what my parents, you know, were kind of, you know, pushing me to do my mom. She's a nurse, um, nurses manager and everything like that. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll try to follow in, in her footsteps, but that's not where my heart was. That's not where mm-hmm. my passion was. And, you know, even she sees that now and even she's jumped on board and she's like, okay, well, you know, I'll be your money manager in this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's jumping on board, and I and I love it. I I love it that I am able to have a business where I can bring the family on board, and that is my main thing. I I want if I succeed, I want everybody around me to succeed. So that's, right. why that's I, I show up for my son. I show up for my family. I show up for my nieces, my goddaughter. That's who I'm showing up for. All the people that think that it's hard and just because you go through certain things in life. Ooh, I'm not trying to get all emotional. No, it's fine. <laughs> I know. I know. Just it's because fine. you go through certain things in life, don't let that hinder the dream or the passion that God has given you on the inside. So that's so, what I'm uh, show. Are there your helpful taste testers when you do things? Oh, of course there are. <laughs> you you know everybody's like oh you trying that up oh, let I'll taste test it so that's great. <laughs> that's one thing I I love about my family my church family you know when I do something they're gonna keep it real with me before I bring it to the to the audience to the forefront they're gonna let me know you know up oh, this needs to be a little bit more moist. Or this mm-hmm. needs a little bit more sugar, or this doesn't t- this doesn't taste like your dessert. So let, tr- try to redo it again and then come back. You know, family is always going to keep it real with you. So yeah, I I love them being my little taste testers. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. And Miss Christina, what advice do you have for someone interested in going into a business for themselves? I would say always. Make sh- make sure you're putting God first in whatever you do. Like I said, I don't take credit for any of any of this. I give all praise, all glory to God. So make sure you have that personal relationship with Him, and make sure that oh, yes. 
he's speaking to you because oftentimes, like I said, I've been baking since I was five. But if I would have jumped into this business too quickly, the things that are manifesting now may not have manifested the way that they should have. And it would have been a premature blessing. So always just make sure that your relationship is good with God. Make sure that you are following his word. Make sure even though you are following your passion, make sure it's bringing forth profit. Because a lot of times we follow our passion and, you know, we might go bankrupt trying to follow a passion that God really has not ordained for us. You're right. Sure, whatever you're doing, be smart and be strategic about it. Whatever. Yeah, because people go in for the money, but don't think about. Yeah. The whole overall, like you say, you gotta put God first. You have got let Him map out the path. And and if you think you're gonna, you know, get rich overnight, or if it's all about money, if Mm -hmm. you get to where it's all about money you might want to redirect it because it's been times I've done vendor events. I've, I've done things and I've spent hundreds, hundreds of dollars and nobody bought anything. Mm. (laughs) So you have to make sure that this, what, whenever you start a business, remember, just remember that you're going to have to put in to get back Mm -hmm. and always exactly. Put God first in whatever you do. That's great advice, um, and I appreciate you for sharing that with everybody. I definitely think it's important to move with a purpose when yes, you definitely. are working um, to create your own business. Um, it definitely has to be something more than money at the end of the day because people aren't just going to purchase or buy into what you're doing just, you know, for the sake of giving you money or getting money out of it. It has to be something um, that they're getting as a benefit. So I think if you move with a purpose, like you said, um, you will be successful and you have blessings in your business. That's right, definitely. And so at the end of the day, um, being a boss as you are, how do you take care of yourself? How do you practice self-care? You say you just came from a vacation. Is that something you do often take care of yourself or are there other little things you do throughout? (laughs) In 2020, more vacations. But uh, honestly, um, that vacation, the vacation I just went on, I think the last time I went on a vacation prior to that was probably maybe two years ago. Um, because I've, I've just been so busy and just like when it comes to business, I mean, sometimes, you know, I'm used to actually going out of going on vacation and going out of town like almost every other month before I started my business. Mm. But when you that's another thing. When you start business, you, you have to make sacrifices. Some mm-hmm. sometimes some of your luxuries that you used to have, you can't you can't have as much anymore. But. Mm-hmm. I made it my business this year. I was like, I'm going somewhere before this year is out. And um, we ended up making it a family vacation. And it, it was really nice. And, and it just reminded me that, okay, yeah, I do work hard. But I when I come back, I just feel more rejuvenated. I feel more alive. And I feel more creative, you know, to do more things for my business. So 
I do know for 2020, I am going to start traveling more. Um, even if it's just little mini weekend getaways, you know, just mm-hmm. to another, you know, town that's like a uh-huh. or two away, just, just something just so, because you need that time away and you need that peace of mind to kind of reset your batteries, <laughs> rejuvenate, you know? Yeah. So, I do know that's what I'm going to be doing for 2020. Now, as far as up until now, it's crazy. One thing I do just for self-care and just to kind of get back to myself is Mm -hmm. I take maybe one day out the week and I literally lay in my bed and do nothing. Okay. (laughs) I I literally lay there, look, look up at the ceiling and I do nothing. And if it's nothing but for just a few hours, it's really just to kind of center myself back and just get mm-hmm. get some clarity. And and honestly, that's just what I do. I I really don't do anything too special. Um, but that's pretty much it because just being running a business. Um, I also have a full time job as well. I work third shift. Um, I have a wow. son. And I also do church administration as well. So well, yeah. I'm always just on the go and I want to make sure that whatever area I'm working in, I want to be fully there um, giving my Correct. all. So sometimes when I have those down moments, I will just sit and just do nothing. And that kind of helps me if, if that kind of makes sense. <laughs> no, it does. You're taking time to be mindful and just relax, just yeah. you know, <laughs> to chill out, and that's fine. That's powerful, um, and that's good that you are doing that often enough to take care of yourself. Yep. Oh, and I do it in the car sometimes too. Sometimes I just pull up the house, <laughs> and my son will be looking for me, and I will literally have been in the car for thirty minutes just sitting there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Collect, collecting yourself. Just collecting my thoughts. So, so that that's kind of what I do to kind of just self care, take care of myself. You know. Awesome, thank you. And you mentioned in the new year you wanted to do more traveling. And um, are there any other New Year's um, New Year things you want to bring in twenty twenty, or um, how will you be bringing in the new year? Well, um. Well, I'm going to be bringing in the new year. I will be at church. Um, yeah. Bringing mm-hmm. in the new year with my church family, God, all of us. That's usually how I like to bring in the new year, you know, on a, on a, you know, a positive note with the church family. Um, I said that maybe I was going to do maybe an event or two, but I, I think God is really leading, leading me to kind of just, kind of rest for the new year so like, mm-hmm. do um just spend time with the church family spend time with my family and just bring it in that way um and then um as far as i guess you said uh just new year are you referring to like new year's resolutions and things like that not necessarily i don't believe you have to do that each year um if you yeah, do I, that. I don't I, let me tell you something yeah. i'll New Year's resolution, that thing will be good for the first day. <laughs> right. 
I'm like, wait, let me stop playing with myself. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think people should set goals just during the new year. You should, that's something you should do periodically throughout the year, especially if you want to really experience growth and monitor it. Um, but I was thinking, like, are there any new products or things you wanted to test out? Um, new dishes you wanted to try, or um, even if it's just a new type of venue you want mm-hmm. to try this year? Like, are, are those um, anything you've been thinking about and have plans for? Well, de- definitely. Um, like I said, I am going to be um, advertising my catering business a little bit more because I do catering as well. And yes. it's going to be three areas that I'm going to kind of specialize in that's going to be um, appetizers and hors d'oeuvres, breakfast and brunch, and pasta dishes but oh. everybody's crap i don't see really too many people like besides the olive garden you yeah know, really do pasta catering and i i love creating pasta dishes mm. so i like pasta too like pasta I, yeah so those are going to be my three main areas that um i focus on as far as catering is concerned um I do plan on trying a few new desserts. I plan on uh, trying out uh, the macarons. Um, I think that was one of the main things I said I was going to start doing. Mm -hmm. And um, also just trying to look into mailing, look out to looking out for ways to ship my product. um, Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people that are out of state have been reaching out to me as far as that's awesome. try my products. Yeah, so right. I'm going to definitely start looking into that more and kind of just expand beyond, you know, the surrounding areas um, and just start pushing my brand worldwide. So, yes, ma'am. Guys, the limit. Things I'm looking for in the new year. And how can the people get in contact with you or, um, you know, purchase any of your dishes and your food? Where can they follow you on social? Okay. Well, um, with Facebook and Instagram, um, you can follow me at Virtuous Delight. Um, and that's on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and also, if you would like to email me, you can email me at virtuousdelights um, at gmail.com. Okay. Also, we'll be sure to include all of that in the show notes as well for anyone who's interested in getting in contact with Miss Christina Griffin and Virtuous Delights. Is there uh, anything else you would like to let people know? And just make sure when um, following me, I always tell people because I, I think it, well, we're it, it's someone else, but I always tell people to look for the pink fork. Um, that's a part of my logo. Look for the pink fork with Virtuous Delight. <laughs> Got it. We will look for the pink, pink fork. fork. Pink fork in the middle. Yes. <laughs> yes. And thank you so much for being with us. You've been a pleasure. Yes. Thank good. you. I, I just want to thank you guys for having me. This has truly been a blessing. And um, just blessings to you guys as well for the up and coming 2020 year. Thank, thank you, you so much. And all of that to you. Want us to promote your business in our next Sweet Deets mention? Email us at TalkingBrownSugar at gmail.com with the subject line, business feature, with a few sentences about your business, product, or service. There's room for everyone to eat.
where to find us online. Facebook and Instagram at Talking Brown Sugar. Twitter at Talking Brown Sugar. Email talkingbrown.sugar at gmail.com. Wellness check. A great way to start the new year is with all your annual checkups or just checkups in general. Not just with your doctor, therapist, church, spiritual guidance. Also, check in with yourself. And be mindful. Love yourself. Find things to do. Volunteer. Try something new for the new year. It is time for the main discussion. You may have noticed that this episode is a little bit shorter than usual. But for our last episode of 2019, we decided to just, you know, keep things light, moving, grooving. Because we have drinks and dancing to get to. Yes. But we wanted to just, you know, talk about some different traditions around the world. Some New Year's traditions. Japan. Just before midnight on New Year's Eve, the Japanese eat soba noodles. The Choshoki soba, which means year-crossing buckwheat noodle, has lots of symbolism. The long noodle denotes the crossing from one year to the next, and the easy-to-nibble noodles signify a letting go of the past year's regrets, a cutting off, if you will, before the fresh start of the new year begins. In Spain, with 12 seconds remaining until the new year, people eat 12 green grapes to bring in good luck in the coming year. It's thought to be bad luck if you can't eat them all by the final midnight time, but gobble them down in time. 12 months of good fortune will come your way. In Italy, Italians revere lentils for their coin-like shape, symbolizing luck and prosperity. The New Year's dinner usually features the legume to ensure luck in the coming year. They add pork to the lentil dishes in a form of cotechino, a spicy sausage, or zampone, a bone pig um, trotter to represent the plentitude of the land. Colombia. On the last night of the year, Colombians place three potatoes, one peeled, one unpeeled, and one half peeled under their bed. At midnight, they pull out the first potato they grab. Peeled one means they'll have financial problems. Unpeeled indicates abundance and half peeled, well, somewhere in between. Australia. Australians celebrate like we do in the States. Fireworks herald the New Year in cities and towns throughout the country. The countdown begins at midnight and sparks fly. Displays launched off bridges such as the Sydney Harbour Bridge, jetties along the beaches and over on riverbanks with lights of the fireworks sparkling off the water and drawing huge crowds. The Philippines. Filipinos culture celebrates the new year by serving 12 round fruits. The round produce symbolize coins, which represent prosperity, wealth for each month of the upcoming year. Apples, melons, oranges, and grapes are popular picks, but any round fruit will do. Denmark. After a traditional New Year's Eve meal of boiled cod with mustards, the Danes eat a tower of marzipan donuts, meaning wreath and donut cake. 
It was once called Over Flodenshorn, or Cornucopia, because the whole donut tower was tipped on its side with chocolates and treats spilling out. The traditional cake is also served at weddings and birthdays. Canada, in the rural area of Canada, New Year's Eve is a time to spend ice fishing with friends. Sounds cold to me. Celebrations are on the frozen pond and rivers tend to last all night. As buddies fish in the open or in purpose built fish shacks and perhaps catch a fish or two to help celebrate the coming year. Ireland. The Irish have a tradition of banging bread against the walls of their house on New Year's Eve. The idea is that bad luck and evil spirits are chased away and good luck invited in. It's also done to ensure that the coming year is filled with an abundance of bread and other food. Brazil. In Brazil, particular foods are eaten to ensure the attraction of good luck for the coming year. Seven is the lucky number of the New Year's Eve. So seven pomegranate seeds are to be eaten, keep the purse full, and seven grapes to ensure abundance in all areas of life. Some Brazilians also jump over seven waves in the ocean and make seven wishes for the new year at they leap. Greece. The Greeks ring in the new year by eating lopita, a sweet yeast bread, eaten at Midnight, the bread is made in honor of Greece's revered St. Basil. Before serving the family, beginning with the older member, households set a slice of bread aside for the saint and a portion for the poor. A coin is baked into the bread, and the person whose slice contains the coin is in for a year filled with good fortune. We can practice some of those traditions. Yeah, that's interesting to see. Um... Let us know in the comments if you all have similar traditions or different ones that you practice with your family. Now we're going to bring it on home to North Carolina and talk about some things that we do each year. Mom, starting with what? Well, I was raised, we did greens, which I like collards and black eyed peas with a little rice. Sometimes they call them Hoppin' Johns because they say if you eat the greens, that means wealth and the black eyed peas mean good luck. And some people like um cornbread too means riches. Um, also a piece of pork, you know, something that we well, I was told that you're supposed to eat. Um it's what was it? Pigs were unable to turn their head, because um, they're always looking ahead. So, you know, you have you ever seen a pig? Look at you left to right, you know, turning ahead. So it's like you're always looking ahead, metaphorically, towards the future. If you eat a piece of iron, I mean, psh, eat a piece of pork for the new year. So that could be a rib, I don't know, pig feet. Pig feet. Ugh. Ugh. No, just, ugh. Yeah, chitlins. Ugh. I'd rather just take the pork. Um... Oh, and don't forget the cornbread to represent what? Wealth, fortune. It represents what? Wealth and fortune. Oh, because it's golden brown? Yes. Yeah, so that's just some things that <clears throat> we have for New Year's dinner. And you have each year. Also, you talk. we talked about some other things. Like you said, um, 
I remember you told me this back in the day, like the uh, man or something was supposed to walk ahead of you into the house during the new year. What was that for? Yeah, that's supposed to be for good luck. You know, it's supposed to let a woman, you know, it's one of those women bring bad luck, but don't believe that, y'all. Excuse you, me? You bring whoever you can in your house, but they say the man's supposed to be the leader of the house. Why did they say that? For good luck. <laughs> I didn't understand it. I used to watch my dad get up before my mom and walk through the house or call somebody up. Can your husband come or your son come and walk through the house if they didn't have a male figure? That's patriarchy for you. Um, some people like to wear new clothes. Yeah, my brother does. He believes in it. Mm-hmm. He will make sure he buy himself something to wear. That's, like the whole outfit has to be new? It doesn't matter. It could be a new shirt. But I think for him, it might have to be the whole tie. Whole fit. Mm-hmm. Some people like to wear red, too. They said it's like health, wealth. And red is um, popularly known as good luck in other countries. Mm-hmm. Like China. Yeah. So you put your money envelopes or envelopes that are in red for good luck. And what's another one? Oh, yeah. Don't be washing those sheets on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Oh, yeah, and you take out all your trash mm-hmm. so don't. your house is clean. And some people don't believe in washing di- dishes on New Year's Day. I don't mean to harm. I got to wash my dishes. But a little soak. Yeah, just leave them in there. Get that fine china, that, those paper plates, paper cups. But yeah, so again, let us know what your New Year's traditions were this year. And from us, yeah, at Taco Brown Sugar, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm Angela the mom. I'm Roger the daughter. We out. We out.